3: This is Here's a Crazy Story from The Overtake. It's a podcast where we tell crazy and true stories. I'm Abigail
2: Fenton. Yep, moving on. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> the only one who matters. I'm Robin Vinter.
1: Uh, Ethan Schoen over here. Yeah.
2: Do we need to do the full names? No, surely not. No. Nah. Surely not. I don't, know. They don't I mean, it doesn't mean anything they don't, you, mean, is throughout. that just the
1: name of the podcast generally, <laughs> um, or our, our, our entire create output yeah, or, courses, or our yeah.
3: existences mm-hmm. really mean yeah. nothing? Drill to down to it. No one, anyway yeah. Do you guys want to tell some stories? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: um, what's What's yours like?
1: Mine is a bit of a mystery. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think like most people will have heard loosely of it but um, I'm hoping that it's not, I'm not just telling people things that they already know.
3: Neither of you better have downers
2: because it's too late on a no, Friday evening. mine's fine, honestly. Mine's, no, mine's, mine's not mine's, at I would say mine is extremely light- not extremely light-hearted. Um, if there's a scale and it has five points and five is extremely light-hearted, I reckon it's a four. Okay.
1: Okay. Good. Pretty, pretty damn
2: light-hearted
1: then. So, do you want to go first? Uh, I think... I, I might be wrong, but I feel like I've been first party times recently, so you. Can oh, go first. okay. Yeah. All right, fine. Yeah, I felt
2: like. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, this works. Okay. I'm
3: not <laughs> sure that's true, but I don't care enough to argue. Uh, go that's on. why.
1: That's why. I Prefix it with "feel like." If you say it, yeah. I feel like this is true. So you you got You've got an out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Sometimes, like it depends what mood I'm in. Sometimes I'm like, words. I like it when you go first, so I can like chill for a
1: bit mm. and then sometimes I like to get mine over with and then chill yeah so, in either scenario you're not, not
2: particularly keen to do your story like
1: really. <laughs> really you you to avoid it in. for as long as yeah, possible your are just or so I like good just get it done
2: and just like out of the way
0: yeah.
2: alright fine I'll do it if you find often okay so this is a story all of... about <laughs> <laughs> how every time do it comes it. to my head yeah I yeah um the french furniture fraudster sounds exciting yeah Makes alliteration sense. is always a plus yes uh so um the story starts with this guy called bill gb Pallet, but he's french so i guess it's palo Mm. Pad- 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 how is the middle? in it? Pad- is it literally the
1: letters G B? Oh like, G and a B. will
2: yeah. be oh, I mean, like,
1: like I've always like as in
2: heebie-jeebie. <laughs> 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 oh my god! Ah.
3: Yeah. I was going to ask how his last nibs felt, spelled, so we basically just asked for the spelling of his entire
2: name. Yeah. yeah. So Bill B I double Got that. A G, then a B, and then palette P A but I think oh. I'm going to pronounce it Hello. Palo. Yeah, yeah, Palo. But for this story, I'm just going to call him Bill. Because if he it was with was an E T, I I yeah. would
3: have thought like Palais or something, but Palo makes sense. Yeah,
2: Palo. Anyway, he is the world's leading expert in antique French furniture. Um, he literally wrote the book on it. So, that's it. I cool. wish I had a soundboard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Feel um, like there are probably a day. few books on that as well. Again, feel <laughs> like so don't have to <laughs> check <it. laughs> Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Um, so he was he was a lecturer at the Sorbonne University and is something called, right. He's an officier of the uh, Ordre le no Ordre de Arts et Lettres Chevalier, uh, which I think is like a French knighthood of is it like horse no <laughs> chevalier, chevalier. Yeah, I, think I think chevalier's it's a knight and I, yeah, that it's, would it's like, uh, yeah. I think it's a french cultural knighthood yeah so needless to say this guy knows these old chairs and couches and stuff inside out uh which is good because he was dealing this these this furniture too um so he's like uh, buying stuff getting it restored and then selling it and he even sold furniture to the Palace of Versailles. Ooh. So, like, he was, yeah, he's good. But like, the chairs are, like, amazing. So, they're made for um, French royal palaces between um, 1680 and 1790, which is, like, I guess a, a good kingly era yeah. in France. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> some people call them the high point of Western culture, which is... I think... Ambitious. Yeah, ambitious, yeah. What to
1: draw from. Mm. Although, maybe like those chairs are one of the other things that is actually purely Western not just like appropriated True. from the was and stolen. True. So yeah. maybe, in that maybe. sense, they are the height, yeah. yeah. Um,
2: so there's this guy, this designer, Patrick uh, Ockard, um, who said um, the, the era was the, per- the period when furniture became art for the first time. And so the guy, Leon Dalva, um, who is a prominent New York art dealer um, in French Antiques, says that they are the finest expression on earth of natural materials and man-made artistry. So that's just, I'm just setting the scene, yeah, with yeah. What, these, what these chairs and stuff look mm-hmm. like. Uh, so they're often like gold leaf and they have really detailed carvings um, with like silk and like I'm going to say embroidered soft bits, but then I like Soft bits? <laughs> what do you call that? What do you call the soft furniture? <laughs> you even to say flange. No. <laughs> absolutely not. I mean, I appreciate... Why that you, would he that you have been about to say I that? I appreciate this one, because <laughs> yeah. had
1: that been a hit, that would
0: have been Impressing. fucking genius. It's, yeah.
2: not, it's not as mental as it sounds, because you know a cushion... And you know sometimes it's got like a fringer on the outside that's called a flange. Really? Yeah, so Fucking fair Yeah, I yeah, thought we were on no. the same level. Yeah, yeah. have
3: you got so much niche
2: cushion like, <laughs> <I> knowledge? <laughs> Especially if I just called the bit of the chair the soft bit. <laughs> like, which Sorry, soft bit are we referring to? Uh, like all the soft bits of it. You know like the... Like the, the seat? Yeah, the seat and the back bit that's got a back bit as well that's soft. Yeah. So imagine side like, panels and stuff. That's, yeah, so yeah. we're
1: talking the panels of, yeah. that are like the panels. Yeah, panels.
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. You see, it's hard. It's (laughs) hard, yeah. And soft, yeah. So um, basically, the chairs are worth loads, and there are a lot of copies out there, which is why you can earn really good money being a dealer if you know what you're doing. Um, So, and this is like, could
1: we just cut that bit, just the last bit of it? Yeah. Robin Vittas says you can earn a lot of money if you (laughs) you know what you're doing.
2: We could blow up my face and put the quotes on it and like sell some shit um uh anyway so um yeah so this bill guy is like the top guy mm-hmm. um he's and he's super popular he's he's like invited to all these parties and he's just basically like kind of a socialite guy he's seen out with like different girlfriends all the time he's like a celebrity nice. of, of this world so he's jazz. just like the top guy in the world <laughs> um what are you looking at? Chair celebrity. Just the top guy in the world. <laughs> <laughs> Not even
3: of, yeah. of chairs, yeah, just yeah. ever. Yeah,
1: yeah, his knowledge on chairs had elevated him to, to the status of top guy. Of peak guy. Overall. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Such was his chair knowledge.
3: Most mm. quality man on earth. Well, the, you know, and they're like, oh, the president's <laughs> Not a tough character, just...
1: to be fair
2: yeah you got yeah. me who is the most quality man on earth don't say you <laughs> uh,
1: well done for spotting the instinct yeah um, uh, but the oh, best son. man on earth Terry a...
3: Crews mm. Terry Crews is yeah he's, he's got to be up there. there
1: in almost everywhere because he's like an exemplar like even just in, just in, in aesthetically yeah. like yeah, he's he's, he's like, absolutely example like. Um, but then also, he's just he's such like a, a nice person. Yeah. yeah,
2: I love one of my favorite recent phenomena is um, celebrities who hate Trump on Twitter and like act like normal people when they tweet about him. Like, you know, like normally celebrities are like their tweets are like, "Oh, yeah. can you see my show?" or you know they're, like, carefully, like, crafted things. And then when it comes to Trump, they're just, they're just, like, who is this fucking guy? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's so many of them. I discovered a new one the other day. It was uh, John Leguizamo, who, like, um, he did what's he been in? He's been in, oh, look, at, that can be on the list of things. Oh, sorry, who? John Leguizamo. That's, oh, that?
3: yeah, like, yeah, what are you even saying? John? John,
2: J-O, <laughs> um <laughs> And then leguizamo, which is spelled L E G U I Z A. Got it. It's fine. <laughs> um,
1: if you've just tuned in, welcome to the Spelling Cast. Oh.
2: <laughs> he's in, he's in chef, um, which is one of my favourite. Have seen chef? Oh, it's on Netflix. You gotta watch it. so. It's not good, that, but it's like. like
0: John Favreau, yeah, oh,
2: is it yeah, that? It is, yeah. Honestly, like you're, There's you're a piece, so happy.
3: Of, piece of trivia here. I'm dying yeah.
2: to share, but I'm not Fizz. until the end. Oh, exciting. Um Yeah, so he's he's one like he because I don't know, like I guess he's like one of those like like look after Mexicans. Ones. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. I tell you, is yeah. bad in the in a similar vein. Mm. Um, Chris Evans.
3: Oh, oh yeah. yeah,
1: like. Not Ginger at the end. No, yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah, Yeah. Captain America. Like, he's, like, in terms of what he's actually saying, like, I agree with him Mm. largely, but he he comes across, like, a very pretentious, like, I don't know... Uh, it's I hard feel to like he thinks
3: being Captain America gives him more authority
2: than he does think, yeah he thinks yeah, yeah he is I mean, yeah, yeah I mean, in, in Chris <laughs> head
1: he's like he never really puts down the shield Including does he the the <laughs> 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 so he's the
2: top guy in the world he's not even the top guy in the universe no. um, yeah there's a few really good ones send if you listen to this um, send yeah. in your suggestions of your favourite favourite Twitter Anti Trump celebrities on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's how I got um, that guy from The Good Wife. Involves me because will see that. I, really, I really need to watch it. So good. Yeah. It's yeah. I mean, very like, good. The like, it's fine for a while, and then it gets really good. Okay. If
3: you liked *Desperate Housewives*, you will enjoy I, it. I, I mean, I not didn't. Good, I, didn't. <laughs> I am. I am a
1: heterosexual male. Um,
3: not that they're um, really like in any way similar. Just no. you'll enjoy. Desperate well.
1: Housewives, fucking get it, brilliant. I'll, yeah. that, I'll die on that hill. <laughs>
2: yeah. Same. Um, so yeah Wolf and the Good Wife follows me now well I haven't checked for a while so maybe he's done with my shit and he's he's off, off I don't know but um, and that, that, that's how I got him see those um, like
1: that's why I need to be verified to so we're just like picking it, up those like one off celeb follow yeah it
2: makes a difference like oh. you get so much out of being verified oh. mm-hmm. but, but there's place <sighs> verification aren't there so, yeah um, yeah. It's really nice. fucking but you can start you can building <laughs> new followers
1: doing do your Twitter thing become a journalist you am going to close fucking yeah. Twitter verification. again I'll
2: ask around and see if anyone knows if you can still they'll be open like, again at
3: some gonna, point
1: for the sake of not seeming like an, a massive egotist like I'm going to be like oh you don't have to ask but actually do ask everyone who might be able Seconded. to do something Second okay, yeah, it okay
2: yeah well um, okay yeah well Um. I <laughs> I used to say before I was verified I used to be like oh what what is, oh, it's so lame verified No, it's not. It's great. It's so good. <laughs> we'll we be say um, totally insufferable thought, if I mean, we get verified. Like, I didn't know what it was like to be verified. So I, I was like, oh my god! Imagine having like a verified account. That is like it was ridiculous. And then I got verified, and I like, was <laughs> was it like so it was like flipped like, flipped
1: like a HD switch honestly, on the world? Yeah. yeah. Honestly.
2: So I talked, about, I talked about how popular he was and his socialite and all that. Yeah. Greatest man in the world. Yeah, great. Oh, yeah, that's where we got to. Perfect. Plug. So, at this point, it's a good time to bring in his protégé, um, Charles Ehrman. Um, what are you... I just think name? he sounds... Oh,
3: yeah. <laughs> that, like, it, it was just Directive. like an exhale, that name. Ah. <laughs> it wasn't even...
2: Charles Ehrman. Okay. Um, I did it in the voice of the... Of the <laughs> yeah. woman from... Um, uh, what's it called? Duolingo. Oh, okay. Yeah, because that's was in French. Oh, she speaks
3: really softly but she's so, like a personality is so aggressive. Like I could mm. be dying and the Duolingo owl would like, would come up to me and Duolingo. they'd be like, not fucking yet, you've still got French to learn, you'll die when I yeah, let you. <laughs> yeah, You're all the
2: time like, why are you not doing Welsh? And I'm like, it's not hard. Like, again. Yeah. <laughs> But Although English. i learned quite a lot of Welsh.
1: What so. Brin means.
2: In Welsh. I know what it means in Danish. No. <laughs> That's not what you asked. No, I don't <laughs> know, what, know what it means.
1: I know a different thing. Hill. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, oh, I suppose, yeah. i watch Kevin
1: and Stacey right now.
2: Anyway, right. So, uh, yeah, so let's... Uh, I'll try and rattle through this real quick. Um... So yeah, yeah. Uh Charles Erman. Um I know, Shad. Shad No, Charlotte, Charlotte no nice. idea what you're nice. saying. Charles Charles nice. Horman. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, he, so he's he's obviously a much younger guy, but he's like the opposite of Bill. So he's like Bottom Lad. Um,
1: yeah, he's the yeah. worst man in the world.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um He's unpopular. He's not very likable. People find him too much. You're alerting Ethan. Uh, I
1: I was a little bit, and then she was like, "People find him too much," and I was like, "Was this me?" Talking about we started talking about me in the interview. That was really
3: cute.
2: Um,
3: Yes. So you said it like how like if I wrote his name through Google Translate and then blurred it out
2: loud, yeah. like
3: that's how it would be pronounced.
2: <laughs> um so yeah, they yeah, they don't trust this this new upstart whipper whippersnapper. So he so this guy he um when he was young he didn't know what to do with his life um, until he took one of um Bill's courses at uni um in decorative arts at Sorbonne University. Yes. Um <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, right? Um, so he's like born into a rich family, and he's just like, I need to do Apparently something. Was, yeah, and, yeah. study fucking chairs. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he just he fucking loved it. Um, but he, could, he couldn't hold down a job in a gallery like after he'd left because um, he got everyone's nerves. <laughs> they, oh, imagine
1: being too obnoxious for gallery people. I know. Fuck. Well, mm.
2: Yeah, they found, well, I think what it was was like they, they found him too aggressive. <laughs> so I think he was just like, you know, one of those guys was like intense and they're all very like proper. And you know, mm. especially like French proper, which is a whole different type of proper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so he um, started his own company when he was twenty-five, which is like, what were you doing when you were twenty-five? Well, you is it it's this and you I'll let you know. It. Diamond <laughs> <laughs> and what did I do when I was twenty-five? Uh, uh, there's no wonder i Um, yeah, that
3: could mean anything. That could mean you were, like, working successfully, or you were, like, desperately pitching the fucking... I don't know what...
2: Uh, What was I doing? I was making the front page of Reddit, and that's what I did in that job, so... Anyway. Um, was that
1: as a figure of hate after you? No, that was a different. The occasion. entire Pokemon Go. <laughs> oh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I made the front page of Reddit that time, but I was definitely all over Fort <laughs> Oh. Last place you wanna uh, be. Yes, yeah. People are, like sending me links to it, be like, "Have you seen this?" I'd be like, "Yes, I fucking <laughs> see." <this." laughs> um, Why? Yeah. Anyway, um, so this guy, Charles. He specialises in finding originals that people have thought were fakes. So you um, can make loads of money that way, basically. So, mm. like in 2012, for example, he paid um, $16,250 at auction for a chair that he then sold the following year for $788,000. So he made like a like a bucket list 600% return on original person nine. No, I don't know what I, I don't did think. you just make that up please don't yeah, make me that, do math. because actually it's much much more than that because 600% is 6 times 16 not whatever I just anyway so like
1: it was a lot maybe
2: more. it was a 60% I, I, I can't do math.
3: if you give me the yeah. figures I'll do the fucking math well the calculator um, I'll do the math. I've not done math six, since I was 16, 16 and I'm not about to
2: 16,250 and the, and he sold it for 788,000 Yes, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes it's a pretty good game. Anyway, he said. He, he said. He said. "Quote: I could tell from the carving that it was ide- it was the identical twin of the only known piece in in a particularly beautiful set of chairs built for Madame de Pompadour, one of Louis XV's favorite mistresses." I do some quite quick Roman numerals then. Nice. Uh, <laughs> I think it's right then.
1: Louis counts. the way it would be fifteen. Morning. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't even know what he's saying. Oh, that's,
2: that's, that's, that's like how he's saying. French, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I have to be like in my head. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. So he went through like old inventories of the original royal furniture orders, and he was able to piece together the chair's history. Um, so it started in the assembly hall of Chateau de Cressy, um, and then it went to the Duke of uh, Pontierre um, Oh, it's probably more like Pontierre because they yeah, really that, that was good. Yeah, that one felt right. Yeah, uh, to the castle of Nuit. Um To eventually, a, a heart surgeon in Memphis, Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, you got to say that with the accent too. I don't even know what, the, what i meant
3: Tennessee? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. doesn't have to be specifically Memphis. Tennessee's
2: fine. I okay, thanks. Yeah, Not so going like, like, to like yes. Yeah. The <laughs> <like, laughs> dialect. The dialects, yeah. Yeah, um, uh, yeah who, this guy, this heart surgeon guy, had no idea what it was, basically. Um, and neither did Christie's, um, which was listing it mistakenly as part of a rather humble six-piece salon suite from the 19th century. So... Yeah, anyway, Madeleine, when you're that dropped a ball in there, didn't they? they did. Yeah, Christmas. they did, yeah, yeah. Um, so anyway, um, Charles is going through um, an auction room one day before a sale because I think they let him in and have a look around and like pick up the furniture and dick around there a bit. <laughs> you do this gesture, <laughs> but uh, yeah. can
1: I to like a, like a ball funder <laughs> like, like, yeah. like, which bit of a chair do, uh, do you like, test that with? Soft very, bit, presumably. A soft
3: yeah. Yeah. it was very turn your head and cough like, <laughs> okay, well, even before what... you said dick around which made it weird <laughs> <laughs> i don't
2: know because he got some kind of underlying issues with chairs that i didn't know i had um yeah so he's going through this auction room um which is what he does to work out how much stuff is worth Um, It took him less than an hour to go around. It sounds like it's partly because the other people were avoiding him. Um, yeah. (laughs) And then at the end, uh, basically he was certain that two of the lots, um, classified as 18th century, um, were fakes, uh, which is interesting. Um, So his issue with the first one was the shapes of the wormholes on the bottom of the seat. Don't really know what that is. Should have looked it, but yeah. I guess is well, it, it like, like a woodworm? Sw- like the swirl of um, like
1: the, the thing of the wood like now? Oh maybe. I, don't know, fucking.
2: I think it's probably woodworm and he found the shapes of the woodworm holes weird. Yeah. yeah. Um yeah, with the second lot it was the calligraphy on the chairmakers label. And he reckoned he'd seen it on a fake somewhere else. Um and it was a guy who who was doing for, forgeries forty years ago, and then he's like suddenly they're like back in the market. That's a bit weird. Um, so he told the auction house director, and he was like escorted out because they obviously like just fucking hate him. <laughs> um, and afterwards, they rang him a few times. And first, it was like they wanted to argue with him, and they were like, "No, like it's a real one. We know it's a real one." And then after a while, they were like, hmm, actually, you might have a point. We're going to take one of the lots off. And we leave, but we're going to leave the other on because it was quite hard to say no to the seller, this particular seller.
1: That doesn't seem like a good reason. <laughs> no,
2: no. So a few years later, he saw another one that was suspicious. Um, that That this... Palace of Versailles had bought for $1.9 million.
1: Anyone who deserves... Anyone who fucking buys a chair for $1.9 million deserves to be ripped ridiculous, off. Ridiculous, isn't it? Absolutely, <laughs> Absolutely obscene.
2: Yeah, so it was... Oh, so this one was um, a pair of chairs. that They had been re-upholstered and regilded. But well, um, that's probably fine and acceptable, and it doesn't cause them to lose value. It's just like part of the restoration process. This is a bit like
1: what's that sketch where he's like had the same broom for twenty uh, years yeah. and he's, he's changed the, the the bristles and he's yeah. changed that handle, handle and he's it's changed just a everything. different. Broom like, yeah, exactly. Like, at what point does that chair just stop being you know, mm, the yeah. original? You've just yeah. done shit to it. Yeah,
2: yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, um, a client of his and apparently seen them a few years back and been offered them for uh, like a quarter of a million dollars. So this guy was like totally good that they sold for 1.9 million and he didn't buy them. Um, but, what? so what was weird about the, these chairs is, um, there's these two chairs, but when you actually do the maths, there were too many chairs. So he knew from the original transaction that a set of 12 identical chairs had been delivered like back in the day to Louis XV fifteenth or whatever it is. Mm. Um and the museum had already had six chairs. A collector in Switzerland had bought two. Um Charles thought he saw um a single chair at this guy's this French collector's house. Mm. Um and then there's oh and then there's four chairs Versailles acquired in two thousand and nine. But it adds up to like Too only, many fucking at least chairs. thirteen. There's only supposed to be twelve and there's already yeah. at least thirteen. So um when he looked at pictures he he like swore the detail looked like it was carved by this restoring guy that he used like they have like some like tells Yeah. like this guy was the best like all the best people used him um he the guy would actually always boast that he'd made fakes that were on the market um like as Ballsy. real yeah, yeah, yeah. What a
3: just genius way to put yourself out of business. Like Well,
2: he, everyone just thought it was a marketing tactic. Like everyone thought that he was saying that he was so good that like was restoring yeah. this furniture that he'd made fakes, and everyone was like, Oh, okay, whatever. Um I'm that he <laughs> No, I'm it. serious. But yeah, I, I made these fakes. <laughs> Um, yeah. So, um, yeah, this guy Charles, started asking around a lot, um, and a lot of people had stories about things not feeling right for until they bought that they weren't that sure about and stuff like that. Um, and over the next year he discovered three more forgeries. Um, so about one of them, he said, quote, "The label was torn unconvincingly, sort of shaggy where it should have been disintegrated and detached from the humidity." Also, there were no timelines underneath the mis- missing portions. End quote. Basically, the wood should have been more discolored than it was. Um, this chef looker really knows what he's on about. Mm, yeah, he does, doesn't um, he?
1: Yeah, he might stuff. be a prick, but he knows yeah. his chairs.
2: he knows. He also said, "Quote, and when I uh, magnified the places where the two pieces of wood met, the met meet perpendicular, the junctions looked perfect, not a millimeter between them." But the wood would have retracted every two hundred years. There's supposed to be a measure of air. Hmm, no flies on him, is there? Yeah. I um, And uh, and what was what was another thing that was that was interesting was like um, this furniture restorer used to use um, licorice water to like paint the chairs. So it was like licorice, but he turned into like he made it mix it with water and he would paint the chairs to give give like the kind of like kinda of old and kind of sticky effect okay, yeah, the yeah. that the old stuff has. Um and this and I quote I found this quote from, from Charles and it's my favourite quote ever. Quote I looked to the chair and voila, I could taste the fraud. And- <laughs> 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 what? And I don't How know you would
1: ever dislike this country? I
2: know, I, know. I, really I, know. I, I, I think in Britain we would really rate him, but yeah. Yeah. He's, like, he's just He's too much. Uh, he's not on The voila really sells yeah. it. I could taste the frog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: With a flourish Yeah,
2: out. Yeah. So he's like, more and more of these lots are coming up all the time. And he's being like a total detective. Um, he's contacting the au- auctioneers every time. And they're just like ignoring him. All these auctioneers are just like ignoring him. Well, they're in on it. Well, actually, no, they're not. So yeah. I, I, so mm. I as to do that well... I realise this every time I listen to an episode. You you chime in with me, I'm like, wow, and it's like you, you've you've cottoned on to something. But um, actually, Good in this problem. case, they're not. No, they're not in on it. No. What's well, a um, fair shout though? Yeah, yeah. Um, but they just don't like this guy. Essentially, also
1: seems like a fair shout.
2: Mm, yeah. Eventually, he gets a phone call from the police, and they're like asking for his help. Um, and so, what's really interesting is the police learned all about the forgeries from remember the guy bill the popular yep. guy yeah mm-hmm. so they learn all about forgeries from reading his book um the book the book yeah the book mm-hmm. on chairs uh but what was even more interesting was that bill was one of the ones they arrested in oh. yeah so like they've been like tapping his phone for more than a year um he's been to jail and the last thing i find out that he is that he was awaiting proper sentencing but that was some point during the second half of this year, and I haven't been able to find out any more information, so I'm guessing it's happened, but I couldn't find out any more information.
1: Can I say at this point that, in every possible way, far too much resources are being devoted to chairs?
2: Yeah. Yes.
1: Like, just the making and buying of them, but you can, catching people yeah. who are making fake ones. Like, like I say, for me, but you know. A, a, a million pound plus chair is nothing more than a fucking idiot tax yeah, like, yeah. but people good, like the
2: idea that like a I
0: queen is sat conned. on it or whatever you know like it, but, a art has been really not chair. helping <laughs> <be laughs> Yeah. You?
2: no you're right you're right um yeah so um yeah so this so the guy Bill he's finally yeah. like he's confessed um Bill
3: Likeable bill.
2: Likeable Bill. Proof popular, that popular people work. are always pricks. I know, right? Um, so he's like, he he claims that all the whole thing. He's actually not the only one who's arrested. Obviously, I'm guessing they arrested that furniture restoring like guy. Ring of yeah. There's chair, six of them frauds, who are all yes. involved. Different people. Like I think they move the chairs around amongst people so that it, musical chairs. <laughs> <don't> <laughs> I can't, get it. can't get to it. Can't get to it. The jaw from my brain, <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, he he, he said it, it, it began as something very philosophical at the start, um, and basically, apparently, it was, uh, yeah, yeah, um, apparently, it was just like a stupid joke the first time. I think so the point was,
1: French, fuck you. you, right?
2: I reckon they made the first chair and they were like.
1: What? I just I can imagine what you're going to say like <laughs> as I like will will people will not know if we yeah, yeah but let's see how good we are what's
2: yeah, we'll called your big yeah. parrot accent yeah I didn't do well, you did I I, I, mine was like a half not not fully confident when French. you did the voila very <laughs> I, thorough. yeah but I could taste the fraud <laughs> 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 so, okay. um, but uh, yeah so like uh, yeah I mean essentially what's happened is he's basically proud of himself and everyone still loves him and Charles, our friend the detective is skint oh. Oh. and that's the end of the story it's justice as well <laughs> it really it's so sad isn't it yeah so this guy that like everyone hated because he's a bit much um but he did all that detective basically the police said they used his work as a blueprint for their investigation because like he'd just done it all basically so, uh, yeah, and then that's basically to the present day. Mm.
3: Charles, get that's... in touch. I'll yeah. be your so friend. i angry about I mean, that, we can't yeah. give him any money because we're probably even skinnier than you. I can people. give you friendship and it sounds like you don't have any of that. Yeah, so. yeah. yeah I think true. you sound you fucking this, hilarious.
1: Yeah. You say this, but that's because you spent 20 minutes with him and you've been talking your ear off about how to spot a fraudulent chair yeah. for the entirety of it yeah.
3: I don't spend any of my time around chairs that even look vaguely nice yeah. so yeah. it's I As, like <laughs> this, this got, one is a one fraud it's like, <laughs> <Yeah. Yeah, yeah. laughs> you
1: not know the chair thinks it's supposed <laughs> to be it's
2: not a chair it's, <laughs> no. it's, uh, barely yeah, it's not it's a chair. toilet most of our chairs it's <laughs> Um, yeah, so like all that stuff about like, the auction houses were like, no, we're pretty sure it's fine. And he was like, no, honestly, it's not. And they were like, well, you got to leave. And then it was because it had this guy's name attached to it, Bill G.B. Palo, um, who they reckoned knew his um, shit. Which he, I they mean, put he too much stock, to stock in
3: Bill. Himself.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. don't just... Was built.
1: Never trust a
3: bill. No, you so, can't. So anyway, he's having a great right nice. Well, I, I don't know what the <laughs> in prison anyway, Great <laughs> <but laughs>
2: yeah. nice. Oh, yeah, I went to
1: French prison, is just like coffee and like. Yeah, I think he actually was and... like
2: he was saying like he, he got some people to pass some books through the bathroom that he wanted because um they didn't have all the books that he wanted in the prison library um so I don't know I mean, yeah it yeah. he, honestly he seems like he's, he's fine. fine. <laughs> Poor Charles is in bits Oh, oh, no justice, no
1: damn justice. So
2: that is the story of. Well, originally I'd called it Bill GB Palo, the French furniture fraudster, but obviously <laughs> I didn't want to say his name at the start because I wanted to tease yes, it. Yes, yeah, know, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. nice. So, well, yeah. through.
1: Right here we are. Look, we're quite far into this now, and I, I have a theory that we should maybe condense these podcasts down a little bit anyway. So yes. this will be a speed a lot run of this. through
3: a lot of this is stuff that will be cut out though like at least half an hour is stuff well it's
2: It's supposed
1: to be but then I just don't do it I listened to an earlier one and there's like a five minute bit where it's basically silence and we're all like what are we what's what's this what's this bit let me check my notes and there's literally like 12 (laughs) seconds of time which when you listen to it is the longest fucking time
2: time. so but you Meme, yeah, meme yeah, yeah meme which like, I, actually,
1: I actually do think that's yeah. a good thing. And I,
3: some bits are intentionally left in because somewhere in that 12 seconds of silence someone says one thing that's genuinely <laughs> like, funny. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, or, yeah. Or, or, or like
2: is part of what you fact check then for the end. Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. Right, so... My story is The Mary Celeste.
2: Mmm.
1: Which I guess, like... Why
2: do you sound like you want to eat it? (laughs) 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 It sounds like vaguely... Like, (laughs) Mary Mary Rose sauce, is that a thing? Ah,
3: Yeah! yeah. prawn (laughs) cocktail sauce. That's the the prawn cocktail sauce. Wait, does this have anything to do with the horror movie ghost ship? Because that's that's (laughs) where I'm heading now.
1: Other than, like, I don't know, is the short answer. Cool. Presumably, at, at the very least, it's linked... In in being
3: similar, In um, yeah.
1: yeah, okay. Yeah. So the Marie Celeste uh, was a small merchant brigantine, which is just like a
3: just a ship. fucking boat, just a boat. A
1: boat. Uh, it was about thirty-five meters long and it weighed approximately two hundred eighty tons, which is like I don't know, fucking loads, isn't it? Is really, it's like two
2: hundred eighty elephants, isn't it? Uh, oh yeah, we talked about this before. Oh no, was that on one of the. So. Sorry, like a, how the many tons?
1: A, yeah, it wasn't one of the pilots, yeah, because then I said a mini Cooper is about a ton and that's about a small elephant. Oh, that's what he said. And then
2: cool. it was correct.
1: And it was correct, yeah.
2: That's funny,
1: you remember that. Yeah, I remember that. So, yeah, it was fucking, it was pretty, like, it was as small as boats go, but it was big as things generally go. Um, and it left New York for Italy on November 7th, 1872, captained by a guy called Benjamin Briggs. Uh, Briggs was a highly experienced sailor uh, and he part-owned the ship which was like not Was not the, the done thing? It, it wasn't you wouldn't it, you wouldn't assume that a captain no. owned the ship or like owned any of it but it wasn't like completely weird okay. uh, but like he was pretty fortunate in that guy. like he was an experienced sailor and he'd do these kind of things for ages and he like part-owned but he didn't even it wasn't a, like a huge chunk he wasn't like half-owner mm. like he owned it with this company uh, that did uh, wine, I think.
0: I oh. guess um,
2: after a while, like, that's a career progression, isn't it?
1: Of, uh, yeah,
0: practicing. I guess so. Like, yeah, yeah, You, just, like, you get thing. shares. Yeah.
3: Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door.
2: and with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Yeah. Yeah,
1: um, so, so before the happenings that I'm about to talk about, <laughs> um, the marriage had 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 some troubles uh, before that, so it was originally christened the Amazon, but after it um, had a number of kind of accidents, it had a collision uh, near England, which like pretty hard to do. I yeah, always think it's like old, loads of ocean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not like you, you know, it's not like coming out of the junction. No, you know, like, yes. <laughs> uh, you like know rat, yeah, he like was like coming that. out the lights, and I just yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, it crashed um, and c- collided rather, um, and also the first captain when it was named the Amazon like, just suddenly died, which, what? kind of weird, but for those days, not as weird as Yeah, like, like people just
2: had a heart attack and knew yeah. what happened. Yeah, and they were just
1: like, oh, fairies. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, so, like, he just died. Yeah. Uh, but then, you know, it was, it was just an all-shit. Um, uh, it was renamed to My Celeste. So, Briggs was the captain, and on board was also his wife and his two-year-old daughter, oh. um, as well as seven crew members. One of whom I've read was like the the ship's boy, so it would have been like a kind of 13, 14 year old lad. Like
2: okay.
1: The rest of them would Thomas have been. What was
2: his role? I just fucking Yeah, it's like like Skiffy. just like do the shit stuff. I guess. Can I just say, isn't it bad luck to have a woman on a ship? I mean, not for Ellen Macarthur; she she sailed so around the world or whatever faster than anyone or yeah or something. Presum- she yeah. was so basically, she- and she was. When she did starring the in the recently Price car on Top Gear, she was the best one. Push it. Yeah. In her series. I
1: hate Top Gear so much.
2: Yeah, me too. Yeah. Um,
1: good. Um, that was fine. But yeah, I think that is a thing, isn't it? Yeah, oh, like I don't a, know. Like it's a, a thing uh, that I
2: learned from... um to Caribbean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: well, maybe, it, I mean, you know, not to give too much away, but... You know, cool. things didn't go yeah. great for him so maybe yeah. um, so yeah so there were seven crew rooms aboard um, and their cargo was pure grain alcohol and fucking loads of it sorry mm. I'm going to try and I'm making a conscious effort to not swear quite oh, so much oh I
2: feel bad now I'm everyone good.
1: just keeps saying my mum did it as well oh did she like, you, you just swear
0: so much <laughs> <Yeah>. but that's <laughs> and,
2: like we were talking about verbal tics that's just like a verbal tic yeah just and, like Space fella. Yeah. Fucking It is a Space Fella, yeah. And my dad swears so space much. Space like,
1: my not the dad I was on about earlier, the the, yeah. the, 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 the angry drunkard. Um, <laughs> but like my my, my dad. He swears a lot. Uh, so I'm I'm allowed. I think
3: I just want even more than usual with this episode. So just good. Do Picking long. up the slack. Yeah.
1: Um. So so yeah, it was carrying a shitload of alcohol. Um, seventeen hundred wooden barrels to be precise. Which like Whoa. even if they're small barrels, that's a lot that's of fucking like, barrels. Yeah, even yeah, if
2: they're bottles that's loads like
1: even if they're like this size I'm holding my hands about feet apart
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, even
1: though like, they're still fucking loads yeah so yeah, yeah load what of shit. Kind of, does it say what kind of alcohol? just like just, just oh, like, like 100% vodka. pure just grain alcohol yeah. so just like yeah. the, the crude alcohol as, yeah. as they call it because um, at the time US US was like because it was like just all fields and shit in it particularly Uh, then Um, so they were a huge huge producer of grain alcohol Mm. so much so that it became it was commercially viable for um, like cheap Italian winemakers for instance to Mm. ship in grain alcohol pure from America all the way to Italy and fortify their wines with their cheap alcohol so that's how cheap it must have been I mean applying a little bit of um, context it was so cheap because slaves (laughs) Yes. yes sure <laughs> um, um, that ruins the excitement of that whole yeah, yeah yeah and much like a, a a man of industry of that era you were like <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. this all seems great yeah, this uh, is uh, fantastic
1: uh, what, all these profits yeah. and no yeah. downside yeah. <laughs> just <Sure>. human agony <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah so it was on its way to Italy um, and so that yeah so it would have been like a, about kind of three to four weeks ish trip
2: Whoa.
1: So, like, quite a. Yeah, so you imagine, like.
2: God, I wouldn't be up for that.
1: Nah, on a boat. On a boat. Like a wooden oh. boat as well. Imagine, like, a cruise liner. Well. Yeah. yeah. Um, But they were at it. That's what they had to do to make a yeah. few quid in them days. Supposedly. I suppose you
2: just put. I mean, I guess your brain would eventually get used to the, the choppiness of yeah.
1: the sea. Yeah, yeah, probably would, wouldn't it? Um, I guess.
2: There's nothing to do. Yeah. Do you know I mean? Yeah. yeah.
1: That's why they're all drunk. Yeah, yeah. literally. Yeah. 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 Um, and do you know, the you know, like, you know, grog. You know, yeah, like, yeah, grog. I love that so just, shit. grog is just like watered down rum. Yeah, uh, and the reason they did that is because um, it, was, it was a British thing. Um, oh, and is it? Yeah, and so the sailors were um, like, as we started to do much longer trips in, mm-hmm. in, in boats, they were like, it's pretty difficult to keep water just like fine for like really long periods of time. Oh, yeah. But if you mix water with rum, like it still uh, has water in it, uh, but the rum d- uh, the, but but the the water doesn't stops spoil. It. Yeah. So that's what they started giving out to um, things. And they also, because they also used to give a rum ration to the sailors, but they would drink it like, oh, they'd just like drink it and be like, I'm mm. gonna like, fucking run. Yeah. Um, and then they'd run out and then they'd be like, problems. Yeah. So what they started doing was they'd, they'd use the same amount of rum, but they'd water it down. Mm. So it had that dual purpose of like, it kept the water and it made them stay, thingy, uh, hydrated mm. and not die, which I guess is helpful. Yeah. Um, and also... <gasps> that's such
3: yeah. interesting information. Yeah, and if you
1: were to actually look it up properly, I'm sure it would be even more interesting when it wasn't told half-heartedly with some of the information missing. Yeah. looked um,
3: it up while you were telling it, and it was all correct, at least. Wow. Woo!
1: That's great. Yeah. real-time fact-checking. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's the future. Um, so, yeah. So, uh, yeah, they're on their way to fucking Italy. Um, and throughout the journey, as is the case usually, uh, Briggs was making captain's log entries... So oh, like, yeah. you know, like fucking Yeah, like, I was just going to get started. Captain's Um So, and he was doing that, and then the last entry is from November 25th at 5am, at which point everything was 5 oh, I suppose you get early, normal, which yeah. was, apparently. Um, so, we now go to December 5th, so less than a month after the Marysel Estes set off, oh. and a British brig named the De Gracia. Uh, I don't know if that's how you pronounce it, but I leaned in, yeah. Uh, was about 400 miles east of the, co- uh, off the coast of Portugal. Um, so, near the... Well, actually, I don't know if it was 400 miles from my unclear notes. I don't know if it was 400 miles from the coast of Portugal, or 400 miles... No. no, it can't have been from the Azores. No. 400 miles from the coast of Portugal, which is not far from where the Azores... I don't know if that's how you say it, but... You know those islands is. from the west? It I think is. it is. Yeah. I think so. Um, I also don't, I don't know if that's where Madeira is, but... It's fine, I think, isn't it? It's it's owned by Portugal, and oh, is it's there? like that way. It's like it's a cool place, Madeira. It's like is it? one. It's like three miles by two miles. Like I mean, that's probably not exact. Yes, or it's like a really, island. really little island, island. Yeah. really tiny island. Like mm. more off the coast of Africa than it is um, like continental oh, Europe. Oh, okay, yeah,
2: yeah. There's a lot of good Spanish islands around that area. Yeah,
1: yeah. well, Madeira is 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 actually yeah, it's really cool. I've been there a couple of times, um, and there's like there's only like oh, I one see. thing, that's like this big mountain, and you cable car up there. Um, and they have like wolves. <gasps> yeah, we what? saw wolves Another in the killer. Yeah, yeah. It opened like the mountain bit, but yeah, yeah. Still. Yeah, no, yeah. It's it's a cool place though. It's definitely cool. Um, I wish we I th- had more I shit
2: like that.
1: Think, yeah. Uh, well, we can't fucking have can coming because no, like we introduce like three wild boar and then one of them looks funny at an old lady and we're like, well, <laughs> best fucking murder them all then. <laughs> yes,
2: oh my god, that is literally what happened as well.
1: Yeah, and yeah, there's people still trying to make a case for, like reintroducing I, wolves as well, and it's it like took off
2: my
0: god, <laughs> <laughs> my, 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 my petunias, my, my petunias. Yeah. <clears throat> um,
1: so yeah, so December fifth, um, a British brig named the De Grichet, I think I have said it different by the times now, was like near the Portuguese Azores uh, when crew members spotted a ship off in the distance. Now the captain, um, a guy called David Morehouse, recognised the ship as they got closer, and he recognised it as the Mary Celeste. Now, Morehouse happened to be pretty good friends with um, Benjamin Briggs, ah. who was the captain of the Mary Celeste. Um, and he knew that they'd been sailing an almost identical journey, but the, the Mary Celeste was like a week ahead of them. Oh,
2: so they should yeah. have been... So he thought... So they should have not really seen the Mary Celeste's exactly, the entire time. Exactly, yeah, yeah. And
1: certainly not, like, static and, like...
2: Just floating. there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, but also, like, the, the length of the, the journey... They should have been in Italy by now, never mind yeah. like still in Portugal, why they oh, were. Like, okay. They should have been there, and he yeah. knew that kind of straight away. So, yeah, instantly, there's this feeling of like, well, something's yeah. fucking gone wrong, isn't it? Yeah. Um, now, what's like kind of funny, obviously, like, the Marie Celeste, as you like, because you've all heard of it, like, yeah. I didn't actually know what it was really to it looked, yeah. at. I just heard of the Marie Celeste, the yeah. but it's like the most famous, um, like mystery, isn't ghost ship, yeah, kind of thing. Um, so. Through the years, a lot of myths around it have kind of bled into the, the almost like recognized version of events. Um, so you can even look at like quite reputable sources and they'll say things like, uh, everything was untouched and there was like, dinner's halfway eaten on the table, you know, all these cliches. And it's yeah. like, it's pretty, pretty much certain that's not the case. Okay, that makes sense. But these, these, these kind of myths persisted for a long time um that it was like totally untouched and as though they'd literally just been kind of plucked from the ship and everything um untouched um and mostly the the most kind of pervasive of those myths are attributable to um Arthur Conan Doyle right Arthur Conan yeah, Doyle but Rick said Doyle and I would what trust Rick to know. I would right? But I would trust Rick to <laughs> know how you say that guy's Conan name.
2: That's what I mean. Yeah. So I
1: question myself.
2: Um, do Seems you ever think, mine, like, so I, my, like, my great grandma, her last name was Doyle. Mm-hmm. Do you ever think how weird it would be if, if, like, your surname didn't pass through those generations in the way it did? Like, you know, like if if it came from a different site. Like, there's so many surnames if you go, like, a few generations back.
1: That are different. just
2: like, yeah, I could have been a Doyle. And then everyone would be like, "Oh, you Irish? And I'd be like, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't think of myself as an Irish person, and I'm not.
1: So, yeah, most of the... the some of the most pervasive myths surrounding the uh, disappearance of the crew of the Mary Celeste are pretty much directly attributable, attributable to Arthur Conan Doyle. Doyley, just edit whichever one's correct. It's Doyle, <laughs> um, which um, so I, and he wrote like this short story, which basically, um, I suppose it's wrong to say that it posits a theory because I don't think it. I don't think it posits as being the truth, but mm-hmm. as was the case in those days, like people read a story and they're like, "Ah, oh, I don't understand the concept of fiction." I mean, so they like the
2: Daily Mail, just yeah, mail. I
1: suppose true But I mean, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean. so and it was about a vengeful ex-slave capturing a crew, which to me is like, I fucking wish that were the case. Yes. That would be the coolest Love that shit. shit. Yeah. Um.
3: You got to demonize slaves like you're not already fucking ruining their lives. I, but yeah, yeah,
1: I think that yeah, I, yeah, because in his eye, like he probably was demonizing slaves. Yeah. But to us, I it's mean, like, two like, was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like oh, champion those motherfuckers. Mess, so, yes. Yeah. Um. So so despite all these kind of things about the, the the you know dinner being left half untouched, like the the ship was totally unmanned and um, that was like the only true thing of it there were quite obvious signs of like them getting off the ship at the very mm. least Now, there wasn't like um signs of like a struggle it wasn't like the place would be completely trash to suggest that like pirates had you know boarded the ship or anything mm-hmm. but a lifeboat was missing the the, the side of the um well, had been lowered to allow the lifeboat off which Ooh. suggests it wasn't even that panicked it wasn't like a just throw it over and jump in kind of thing it was like a do the you know the procedure yeah, right. mm-hmm. um and all that kind of thing however there were a few weird things so of the 1700 um uh no I'm sorry that's wrong I'm not going to tell you that yet um hmm. so one of the, the the weirdest thing kind of at first value is that the hatch doors from the cargo hold were just off, they've been taken off. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> i
2: just realised you're wearing two hats. I don't know why that's really
3: amazing. Yeah, you know what? I registered that a really long time yeah, ago but do. didn't think it I was weird. It's it <laughs> really hilarious. He's uh, all of you who can't wearing a cap oh. with a, a beanie over the top. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, both and, green. And in,
1: and in six weeks time you all will be too, guys.
3: Yeah.
2: So um, nice. I like second. that you've at least okay. colour coordinated.
1: It's just because I'll I, I, I forget them I mean, if not. One of them. Mm. Um.
2: <laughs> um, it's like two hats. One hat and then no hat. But my hair is as frizzy enough to be a hat. I, over the course of the day sometimes I get a bit agitated and then I make it into just this like ball of phrase like you couldn't call it an afro because it's absolutely not but it's a, a white person. I mean none attack.
3: of us would have even tried to call it an afro no, but I no. like that you
2: addressed that it's like a Harry Potter reject character I think that's a lot of what my hair is half the time
1: if only they'd all been reject characters <laughs> oh,
3: let's
2: not do this carry on okay. no we actually will
1: so yeah so the ship was totally manned um and no i sure I think I've done of Sorry, I ruined it of the house. That's absolutely fine. So yeah, the the ship was like a bit of a mess and it had taken on some water. Um in the in the hold, there was a lot of water. Uh, which like at first kind of sounds a bit kind of you know like that that was the problem then. Mm. The ship's got yeah, like, watery. Well, there yeah. we go. Yeah. Problem uh, addressed. Like,
2: it's gonna sink, let's all Diagnosed. get out of here. Yeah.
1: But um, you know, those with some seafaring knowledge may well know. Um that like particularly an old ship like that, mm. um, it wouldn't necessarily matter if it'd take on a bit of water. Yeah, and, like, I think then, a lot and of them they just like, have like they a bit of water in the bottom. Yeah. And, that's
2: it. yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: and from what would become from from what they didn't know at that point when they first got on the ship, but it had been out like unmanned for probably a couple of weeks at this point. Mm. Um, so as I was oh that's what I was talking about, the hatches have been removed. Uh, yes. The hatches have been removed from the cargo hold. Um, and and put away so like they hadn't been like mm-hmm. just ripped off or anything that like, they'd just been taken off and, and put to the yeah, side yeah. so that's weird um, the lifeboat was missing as I say and the final thing was that there was like a really thick rope attached to the back of the ship um which was obviously wasn't attached to anything else. Uh, oh there was also a disassembled pump on deck um, mm. so, to go back to, um, was called David
2: Morehouse. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah,
1: if he wasn't, then I don't care particularly. So Morehouse um, told some of his crew to to go board it. Like, once he had been aboard and checked it and come back I and mean, be like, knock on that? He <laughs> he um, he told some of them to get back on it and sail it to Gibraltar, which like. I would be like, fuck that. Yeah, like, yeah, Like, yeah. oh yeah, no, I'll just go get on the ghost ship. Yeah, yeah, yeah sweet. I'll no, just... no, we don't know
2: why they left. Yeah. It's all fine. Really incredibly
1: mm. creepy, weird shit, no yeah. one on it, no no plausible explanation. Signs, but yeah, no, sweet, I'll just go jump on and sail it to Gibraltar. Cool. So mm-hmm. people eventually did um, after what I guess was an extensive amount of rock, paper, scissors and mm-hmm. um, flipping coins. So they sailed it to Gibraltar and once it was there... Like even even the macanesis, they were just like people were just so fucking such vultures. Like they brought it back to Gibraltar so that insurance people could check it and be like, um, okay, so everything's kind of aboard, fine, nothing's been stolen from it, and like we'll start paying out if nothing's weird about it. Okay. So that's basically why it took it to uh, Gibraltar. That makes sense. So among other kind of pretty inconse- inconsequential discoveries, they found one thing that was that was really weird. So of seventeen hundred bottles or uh, barrels of alcohol, um, nine were totally empty. Mm. Just nine of them were just completely empty. Um, they were totally undamaged and they hadn't been opened ostensibly, but they were they were just completely empty. Weird. Yeah. yeah. So that's so. At this point now, the ship is back in the thing. Everyone's just like, "Well, this is fucking weird. Where have they all gone?" Mm. Um, and now, to, it's probably important to note now that I'm not going to be like. And this is what happened, guys. So you don't get that, like, you know, nice warm feeling. I of, really
2: did um, want that. But I did one of them. You did, yeah. It really it. fucked me off, yeah. <laughs>
1: um, so, yeah, to this day, nobody, like, truly knows what happened. Um, but, aside from the usual kind of alien-done-it-time mm. shtick, um, there are some pretty strong theories. Um, and the empty barrels are, like, probably the biggest clue mm. that, that exists, like, from the time. So... Um, now the the only barrels that were empty were made of red oak. Now right. any Coopers in the uh, in the audience? Mm-hmm. Um, Cooper is in barrel maker. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> this is what I was going to get to with last names. How ah. um, like loads of it, mostly English last names. Um, well, presumably other last names may be working that way. I don't know if but we're more like prone it? to it because. You mean like. Like Cooper. They mean a. Uh,
2: they mean a profession. Yeah,
1: yeah. Like loads of them. Do. Like even the ones yeah. that you didn't know did. Yeah. Uh, like a good one is Fletcher. Oh yeah. Fletcher yeah. makes arrows and shit. Yeah.
2: Oh my god, I actually didn't know that. Like Flint. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, there's, there's like it's actually a surprising amount of them. Like mm. you, you go through it and it's like even ones that you, like Mercer, for instance. Yeah. Like it's someone who used those. to sell posh cloth. Oh, um, yeah. Vinter
2: apparently is one, but it it's, sometimes it's, sometimes, I think it's like a variation of Vintner, which is a wine merchant. Ah, yeah, I was going to say Vint, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, and that no. makes sense. Yeah.
1: Um. So yeah, as any ex- experienced Cooper will tell you, mm. red oak is porous. Ah. Now white oak, which is what all of the old barrels are made, made mm. from, is not porous. So, they used red and white barrels commonly, but but red oak barrels were used for dry goods because they were still perfectly fine soy, but they didn't. They were right for the alcohol. Exactly. So mistakenly, someone had used uh, seven, no, nine, nine barrels of red oak. Mm. So what would have happened? It's theorized is that imagine you've got a huge mass of barrels, mm-hmm. and somewhere in there, there are nine that that completely leak. Yeah. But you can't, you know, you can't go into the ship's hold and, like, root around and find the ones that have leaked. Because, well, for a start, you wouldn't know it was just some. Yeah. You, you would have no reason to assume that. Yeah. Um, and for, for two, it would all just be packed into this hold. Mm. So, those nine barrels of pure alcohol leaked. The smell was extremely strong. Yeah. So, it's thought that the sailors thought there'd been, like, a big leak, which was just all of it. Because they wouldn't yeah. know that, that some of it had some of it hadn't. So they were scared that they would that that would create some kind of explosion, like the, the highly flammable uh, yeah. alcohol. Fumes, okay. So they got off the boat. So that's one theory. Um, that th- makes sense. Yeah.
2: Being I thought you were gonna say they they breathed in all the alcohol vapor and got but, the tips. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Well, funny enough, one of the theories, which like, the one of the funny things about this is like, it, it lays bare that that I think that I think we all kind of intuitively understand that like people will just ignore the facts of a story if yeah. they've got a theory that they want to yes, suit it. Yes, um, mm-hmm. And, like, especially if it's a kind of objectively cool theory, mm-hmm. like yeah. aliens. Yes. Or, like, um, mutiny. So, like, yeah. mutiny was a big one. Mutiny people people, big people big were like, I bet all the sailors just got pissed and killed them. And it's like, yeah. I mean, that's possible, yeah, but, but like, nothing about not, what oh, happened yeah, suggests yeah, yeah, yeah. that that happened. Okay, <laughs> so, yeah, like, got, oh. not so much a theory as a fantasy at that yeah. point. Um so that was one. Uh, murderous ex slave was never really posited as like a theory, serious theory, yeah. but it's my personal favorite. Um, so that was one theory, not real theory. One was mutiny, as I say, which like, like cool. Yes, absolutely, it's a cool theory. It's cool to think that these sailors were all like, yeah. let's get wrecked and then just put oh, out fucking take over. But then, like, what did they do then? They got in a lifeboat and just kind of went off to He's sea, off? Yeah. like, alone, with no real presence. hope of rescue. And if they were <laughs> rescued, then they would all go to prison. Like, yeah. makes no sense. But people clung to that for a long time afterwards. Conspiracy was, like, the first kind of thing that people at the time thought of, so they thought that Mainly because that, the ship's captain who found the Mary Celeste. Was such good friends with the captain of the S mm. that people like they've obviously just cooked something up between them um, to try and claim the insurance money from oh, the boat. And that's shit. actually
2: not a bad theory. Yeah,
1: I mean, yeah, it, it's not. I think like it was quickly kind of disproved. Okay. One because of like the money that kind of went back and how it was divvied up between all the owners of the boat and like yeah, how like, he would get like not enough to warrant having to change your entire ship. life yeah. and. Like going to hiding and stuff. Yeah. Um, it's just not really like feasible. Um, uh, one of the cool ones which I didn't do really much research in, but it sounds good, is a sea quake.
0: Ooh Yeah, you gotta say I it like that. It.
1: Sea quake. Wow. Um So again, cool, yes obviously, but doesn't make sense again because the guy who like who was like maybe it was a sea quake, he was like, Yeah, we know that sea quakes happen, and what probably happened was that it damaged the boat loads, so they thought it was going to sink. So they had to get off, which would be fine had the boat been damaged. Yeah, but it mm-hmm. wasn't. It's like perfectly so not a sequel yeah. then, even by your own.
3: Hello. Hello! <laughs> that was really intensely creepy. Yep. <laughs> Hello. Hello, someone here. Yeah.
0: Oh, right. uh, I'm, a, I'm
2: with Yeah. Awesome. Cool. G-G. We can lock up. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> Creeped that, me the fuck really
1: out.
0: Mm-hmm. So, wait, yeah,
1: okay. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm 155. Oh God, this is ridiculous. <laughs> so right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At the end. Um. So yes, yeah, sorry. Um. So the yeah the, the final thing was sea quake. Um. And like yeah, again cool. Makes no sense because the ship wasn't damaged. Mm. So yeah. why would they have fucked off if, if there was just a sea And they're like, but everything's fine. Um, so the theory that like people have pretty much settled on is this barrel thing. But even then, it's like, so they just smelt some alcohol and what, just like ran? Sure. Like, these like experienced, kind of, sea-hardened sailors. So then in 2006, Anne McGregor, a journalist from the US, started to do some more research and wanted to wanted to kind of once for all settle it. So, what, what she, the conclusion she's come to is not, you know, it's not accepted as the absolute truth but it seems like the best anyone's come up with so far and it's kind of a combination of a number of things. So, she she did a lot of digging and research and she found out that the the, the last trip that Mary Celeste took uh, it was hauling coal. Right. Um, which is obviously a lot of like dust and dirt and shit that comes mm. off that kind of cargo. So the the ship had been um like kind of cleaned between yeah. things, but um there's a theory that the coal residue and dust stuff had clogged up the filters in the pumps, um uh, so that's kind of like step one. So that that means that they're already kind of not working at full operation, mm-hmm. and that would explain the disassembled pump. Yes. Um. So the next part of it is that the she worked out that based on where the ship was found, based on Records of what the wind and the tides were doing at, around those times that were available and that have been kind of noted down for some reason. Um, the ship was actually not where the captain had thought it was, or wow. where he thought he she should be. Yes. He was actually quite a, like a couple of hundred miles away from where he thought it would be. So they would have been kind of panicking about that. So they've been mm. like, where, like, "Where the fuck are we?" And he changed course away from his um, where he was supposed to be going the day before the last entry into his ship log. Um, So what what she's taken from that is that they were kind of concerned that things were not going well. They'd started to come into bad weather in the last, in the kind of few days before the last ship's log. Um, And they were kind of disorientated and and worried, but they'd spotted land, crucially. Mm. They'd seen land. They knew they were relatively near land. So what's assumed is that take all that, um, they, they had faulty chronometer which is like I guess some kind of navigational tool mm. um, which contributes to them being in the wrong place to take all that and then factor in this barrel thing so right they're now at sea they're already thinking like this is going pretty badly mm. we're lost a bit mm. um, we clogged, stuff's broken time, yeah, yeah. Um, and then something happens they start to smell alcohol and they're like fucking hell it's an explosion which is why the hatches are off Because in an attempt to try and vent out Mm. the alcohol fumes, they took all the hatches off of the cargo thing so that air could flow through it freely. But alcohol fumes are denser than air. So they wouldn't have risen. They would have just sat in the bottom. They wouldn't have actually done anything. But that, the fact that the cargo the ship is all open and everything's been taken off to try and vent out is why so much water's in there. Because in the week or so that it's been drifting alone... There's just been shit getting
2: yeah, in the water. Yeah, like and stuff.
1: splashes and weather and yeah. all that shit. Yeah. So it's theorized that could possibly, there could have even been a very kind of, um, like, almost like a uh, kind of superficial, like, explosion. So it would have looked like quite a dramatic explosion, um, but have done very little actual damage. Right. Um, and to test this theory, um, in 2006, Dr. Andrea Seller, a chemist at University College London, could conducted an experiment to recreate conditions that he believed may have prompted Briggs to evacuate the uh, Marie Celeste. so what he did was he filled a compartment with like cubes of paper and butane gas mm-hmm. um, and then and then he like sparked it um, and what happened was a sudden flash of flame that was visually extremely dramatic as a as, a, as a, presenting as an explosion but was cool enough and, and quick enough the paper that he put in this test area wasn't even scorched. Mm. The paper didn't look like it had been near fire at all.
2: Yeah, just like all combusted on the gas. Yeah. Yeah,
1: so it just kind of went um, and looked fucking crazy, but didn't really do anything. Yeah. So the theory is that such a, a kind of a, a flash happened on the Marie Celeste in the cargo compartment, which frightened the crew into thinking that that was just, the you know there was going to be a huge yeah. thing. Yeah. So then coupled with that and thinking crucially, we're near land anyway.
2: Yeah.
1: They were like, right, get the lifeboat off. Don't take your shit because it might not like it might not explode, so just yeah. get off quickly. Um and that that's why the rope was attached to the back of the boat to attach the lifeboat to uh, so they could just kind of tug along behind it because the yeah. sails were still up and the sails yeah. this thing was still. Up. But the theory is that somehow either it was cut. Or it just became disattached somehow. Yeah. The lifeboat was um, lost the rope, and because the sails were still up in the ship and the weather was quite <gasps> strong, it just sailed the off. The ship just sailed off behind them, um, and they also worked out that if there were, even if there were like four strong men rowing this boat, it couldn't have kept up with the galleon. Uh, so now imagine that, like imagine you're yeah, middle yeah. of the Atlantic, you just disembarked your ship to be like. Um, it, we think it's we, you know it might explode, so like just just you know for safety, let's get nice on the guy. lifeboat. Yeah. Then you get on the lifeboat, and some dickhead's like, oh shit, I forgot oh, to tie the rope. Tie, it yeah. tie. I thought he was doing that. Um, oh no. And so then they just got to watch as it just kind of drifts away like a bit faster than no. that. So that's the that's the most. That
2: is an excellent thing. That's yeah. a re- yeah. I think it's cracked. I think that's seems solved, it, done it. Like I say,
1: it. I would love to think murderous ex-slave. Mm. Uh, you are really
3: gung-ho on that idea. Real, like,
1: I just think like, Fucking, that's such a great idea. Mm, yeah. Like, you know, like a Django of the Seas type thing. Ooh,
3: that could be the... What, it could be like, like Mario two. 2. The follower. Mm, yeah. What yeah. Like, yeah, like a good movie name as well. Yeah. Django of the Seas. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um. So, So yeah, that's the, the tale of the Mary Celeste, which is one of history's most enduring mysteries solved
2: maybe maybe yeah excellent yeah i really liked it i was i was i felt like i was watching it like a film almost like i was really really into that
3: are we good if you guys got all your corrections they ordered it at the letters uh, yeah. Is uh, an order of France that recognizes significant contributions to the art and literature, which is obvious actually if you consider any of those words both inju- individually and together. I, I thought
1: think it said I said horse in it.
3: I did
2: not know well, the thing word? about Cheval. There,
3: uh, there is another word in the she- end, but it,
2: yeah. Um, I think I was right then when I said it. I think it's like a French cultural yeah, knighthood,
3: basically. Yeah. Uh, soft bit of the chair, closest I could get was upholstery, but that also includes <gasps> the springs and yeah, the wedding, no, the webbing, sad. sorry, yeah. so, <laughs> <Weddings>. <laughs> uh, <Yeah. laughs> <The> wedding. um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um yeah. But yeah. Yeah. yeah, when you were saying okay. it, I was like upholstery, but then I was like, does that also include some hard bits, <laughs> which it yeah. does, but it's the closest we are getting, yeah. uh, John, what was his name? John Leger- Zamo, something oh, yeah. like that. Like is that Zamo. how you pronounce Zamo. it? Zamo. Yeah. Uh, the American actor, among many other things, has starred in movies such as Romeo and Juliet, Moulin yes. Rouge, uh, John Juliet. Wick, and my personal favourites, the Ice Age films as Sid the Sloth <gasps> and Super Mario Brothers as Luigi. Exactly, wow. oh, Luigi. <laughs> what an icon, he is famous, a living like, just, legend. Um, you know
2: when you when someone like. <laughs>
1: Halloween like,
2: <laughs> uh, popular brother yeah. um, He does Sid, Sid the said the he has actually this really good Netflix special that's like this Broadway show that he did. Um I think it's called something like Latin history for morons or something. Oh, I've seen that yeah, recently actually. obviously watch it, it's really good. Um and he um, but he does the Sid the Sloth voice when he does an impression of his son and it's really cute. No,
3: he's yeah, also a Toulouse favorite. from Moulin Rouge, aka the sitar that only speaks the truth. Oh, the yeah. magical sitar. Like, could this I guy be any more Nail, iconic? Though. I
2: know, right? <laughs> and also, it's like, who is he? Yeah, and yeah else, is a chef? Is it, he's the sous chef and chef. Um, uh, yeah, what else really, have um, we got here? Wormholes.
3: Means literal wormholes. I assume that if you try to sell a fake piece of furniture, you would try to recreate them for aging. But clearly, they are not indistinguishable from actual wormholes. So,
2: like woodworm mm-hmm. holes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like an apple.
3: Yes. yes. Uh, Louis the fifteenth was correct. You mm-hmm. can in fact read Roman numerals. Yes. Good job. Uh sailors once considered women on ships bad luck because captains believed that their presence would anger the sea gods who would cause rough waves and violent weather. An alternate explanation might just have been that like they would have distracted the sailors. Well that's it, like shit.
2: everyone they would have all been fighting over like banging the women. No, and then, not like... if you
3: got enough women
0: yeah uh,
2: Yeah. or like if all the sailors are gay yeah mm-hmm. which, which I they, think, are, I know, they are they <laughs> <smaller, yeah>. are <laughs> yeah. um, and also like, like if you weren't farms. already gay just be a bit more open minded like you're on a ship for like you know yeah. weeks or months yeah, yeah. it's like being think at of like, it as a holiday yeah.
3: From yeah. your sexuality. Yeah. <laughs> it's like being at like an all-girls l- school. Yeah, Like, even if you're not gay, you, like you, are, you just are. You, you can have just to be, be gay, gay for a bit. Like
2: it's, yeah. It's fine.
3: Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, Madeira, an autonomous region of Portugal, is a group of four islands off the northwest coast of Africa. Yeah. Also learned Madeira cake does not come from Madeira. No. What? It, is it not? No, it's just made of Madeira wine, which is a Portuguese Aye. wine that was popular in England in the eighteen hundreds. So there's Aye. some extra trivia for you above and beyond <laughs> 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 that. Yes. Is I, I'm genu-
2: genuinely impressed
3: by that. Uh, a marine carometer is a timepiece that is precise and accurate enough to be used as a portable time standard. It can therefore be used to determine longitude by means of celestial navigation. Basically, it's a very right, accurate as you said.
2: watch. Oh, nice. Celestial
3: navigation. I love the idea of that. Yeah. And one for me, the 2000 film Ghost Ship, was not about the Mary Celeste. It was about the Italian ocean liner, the Atonia Graza, which was believed to be lost at sea. The Wikipedia notes similarly to the Mary Celeste. Nice. So Ah, I'm giving myself a full circle, guys. Yes. That's all of them.
1: Okay, cool. Well, it is... 25 past nine on a Friday night, so please give us some money. We have a Patreon. Find us on all our social media. We're really going <laughs> overtake all the huge crazy story itself as a podcast. It's on Instagram. His Instagram
2: is on Instagram. We need more followers, really. We put the pictures from the episode every week on Instagram. You can enjoy it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a real treat,
1: I think. Yeah. Because uh, we've got yeah. a good person doing it, Annika, and she's a real legend. Yep, thanks, Annika. Yeah, Shout out. Yep. So that side have a great. Day, night, weekend, week. (laughs) Podcast over. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget?